Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week our guest is Tentu Srichandra Kala, a junior on the tennis team. We talk about leaving India to pursue tennis at St. Thomas, what she misses about home, and what she loves about the United States. We also talk about the international roster of the tennis team, the metric system, and much more. Now, here's our conversation with Tentu Srichandra Kala on another edition of Tommy Talks. Tentu, welcome to the podcast. Uh, why don't we start with this? Why did you choose St. Thomas? Why did you leave your home country of India, come all the way to the middle of the United States mm -hmm. to go to school at the University of St. Thomas? Um, so the University of St. Thomas absolutely excited me. Um, I think it's a great culture here. First thing, I spoke to the coach. Um, to be quite honest, with every other school I spoke to, it was very sugar-coated. Mm -hmm. um, but with the coach here, um, she was very straightforward about it. She was like, this is what you're going to get. This is what it is. And I think I really liked that. And coming to the point of why I left my country, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to turn pro. Mm -hmm. um, but... I hate to say it, but unfortunately, we don't have the best system back sure. home. And um, college tennis is one of the best systems that you could do well for yourself, <coughs> kind of evaluate yourself as to um, how you're doing and if you have the scope of turning pro. So, yeah, that's why I came to St. Thomas. So you started looking for schools in the United States. Mm -hmm. And then how did you find Lois or did she find you? Um, she found me. Mm -hmm. uh, she found me through my recruiter. And initially, I had rejected her offer um, because I wanted to turn pro. And, of course, I was a kid. And right. Yeah, I didn't make very good decisions about <laughs> it. Uh, but then she uh, opened it back. We had an honest chat about everything and uh, about my game, my skill set, what she thinks about me. And I think that kind of pulled me towards her. Sure. I still think she's one of the best mentors I have I've had. Yeah. But yeah, um it's yeah, that's that's the thing that happened. So that was just 3 or 4 years ago. Barely. Right? Right. Not even actually. And you were like, ago. "Oh, I was a kid back then." But 3 or 4 <laughs> years isn't that long. But what do you think ha how have you matured in those 3 or 4 years to be able to look back at that situation and realize or think to yourself, "Oh, I was pretty immature at that point." Um so being the only child, mm -hmm. I was very pampered back home. So I didn't even know how to do laundry till I came to the United really? States. Really? Yep. Okay. So, and we don't have the concept of laundry back home too. So um, everything changed. As soon as I stepped into the United States, I was held accountable. I was uh, by, by coaches, by teammates, and um, just by people here. Mm -hmm. And I think um, eventually you'll learn. Eventually, you'll learn how to do things the right way. First, how to do things, and then you'll know how to do it the right way. Right. And I think um, as much as I miss family and I would, I, w I love going back home, I think that's the best part of being in the United States, um, that you learn things. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
when you learn things, you just become more mature. You think about it more logically than emotionally. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I'm going to hope that happens to me at some point. <laughs> uh, when you joined the program, it was in spring of 2022, right? Right. So you're kind of joining midstream. You're coming mm-hmm. here mid-semester. Mm-hmm. Was that harder coming in when there's already a little bit of momentum behind the program in the school year? Actually, no. Um, it did not feel like that at all. Mm-hmm. Um because I think we just turned D1. Yeah. And the program was back on track with Lois. And as soon as I, I mean, I was the only recruit for the spring. So everybody make sure, m- made sure that I had everything. Yeah. And um, from just going around campus to having lunches, I have a bunch of teammates to thank that, <coughs> to thank them for. Um, they were amazing. Uh, that's, and I like, like I already said, I did not find it difficult yeah. at all. Um, it, it, in fact, it was nice to just come in and play matches from the word go. Yeah. Because I came in a little late, but um, I played the first weekend. Yeah. And so I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> drop in and do what you're good at. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, but your native city, Chennai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The average temperature this time of year is still pretty warm. Oh, yeah. I wish people could see the way that Tentu is looking at me, like just a little bit of malice. But <laughs> <laughs> So that had to be weird coming from what it was probably 60, 70 degrees there yep. to welcome to the Minnesota winter. Yes. Um, well, I had people ward me to get like winter coats and stuff. Yeah. But you never get winter coats like here. Right. So... Um, of course, I got out of the airport and I was like, um, can we just go back home now? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But then eventually you learn to navigate. You learn to like uh, protect yourself, mm-hmm. layer up, um, just figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm not I'm not a fan of winters, but um, it's something that you have to deal with because summers are so amazing here. They are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you staying year round? How often do you go home? <laughs> I've been going home every six months. Okay. Uh, and for how long do you return home? Probably about close to a month. Nice. This time it was shorter. Yeah. I just got back from home. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, just because, again, coming back to the fact that I'm the only child and I absolutely love my parents. Yeah. So I go see them whenever, whenever I can. Um, so yeah, I've been going home pretty, pretty frequently actually. What was the biggest culture shock when you came over? Oh, the metric system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles, kilometers, uh, pounds, kilos. I'm like, oh, okay, I got it all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is that America is a very individualistic society. Mm-hmm. Um, in India, it's more community-based. Sure. Uh, so that was something. It's In India, you have a problem with something, you ask people. Right. Um, but in America, yes, you ask for help, but you are expected to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing that kind of took me a minute to figure it out. But I think also, like, like we just talked about, coming back and getting straight to the grind yeah. helped. Sure. I didn't have to deal with too many things. It was just on the road that I learned to like a lot of things. It was barely like in three weeks I kind of figured, 
you know, okay, this is what it, it is, mm-hmm. and this is how I have to do things. But you're playing kind of an individualistic sport mm-hmm. in tennis. Play, I mean, there is doubles, but mm-hmm. singles. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of you got to figure it out on your own mm-hmm. there, right? Right, of course. How did you get into tennis? Um, so my dad's best friend's son okay. um, played tennis when he was young. Okay. And my dad's a huge Steffi Graf fan. Yeah. Um, so he just wanted me <laughs> wanted me to get into tennis, and eventually I loved it. Yeah, um, eventually. I, no, initially I was like, um, okay, mm-hmm. because it was just fun. Um, yeah. I was probably like nine, ten. Okay. Eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Um, I was just playing around, and then once I started competing, that's when I loved it more. Really? Because um, I love competing. I love to win. Yeah. And that's where it started. Um, the love for the sport. And then um, I was really good when I was young. Yeah. So that helped too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when it when you're competitive, winning is a yeah. good thing. So yep. when you're good and you win, yes. that's even better. Do you remember your first victory? Um, Actually, yes. I played a, I played a prize money tournament. Mm-hmm. And I beat the second seed of the tournament in the quarterfinals. And everybody's like, who is this kid? And I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't win the tournament, but mm, I got like this, uh, I think, most promising player award. Okay. For that tournament. And that helps too. Yeah. When you get the recognition. Right. So that's oh. when you're like, okay, yeah. there's something here. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this. Yep. Um, how old were you when that happened? This eight, nine, nine probably. So still pretty young. Yes. Very yeah. young. Probably a year into playing tennis. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then as you as you grew, mm-hmm. how did you have to adjust your game? Uh, so when I s- told you about all of this, I was really good when I was young because I was a very aggressive player. Okay. I overpowered people pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and there comes and I hit 14 or like 16, 14, 15, 16, where everybody can handle your pace. Oh, yes. That's when um, I had a little kind of a, a restructure to my game completely. Yes. Where I had to uh, change my game. And for an Indian average, I'm taller than an Indian average person. Okay. But here, I'm, pro- I'm probably the shortest on my team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I can't really overpower people who are six foot. Right. So then I had to compl- like, kind of be sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. And then um, obviously hit because that's what I'm really good at. Right. But then build my game to get to the point where I can hit the ball clean. Sure. So build it more. Yeah. Then just strike from the word go. Right. A little bit mm-hmm. more stri- strategy. Yes. Moving them around mm-hmm. a little bit like yep. that. How tall are you? And you can tell me in meters. I uh, no. I oh, I'm actually five five. Five five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's what, less than two meters? I don't know. No, <laughs> meters is wrong. What am I saying? Um, I don't know the metric system very well. I don't know. It's either. your, you should be able to tell me this. <laughs> is it meters? Oh, oh. I'm, I'm, yes. wait, in. A meter is what? Like three feet and some odd inches. Yeah, uh, yes, but uh, I'm going to try and tell you it's centimeters because I think I'm like one. 165 165 centimeters. centimeters. Yep. So that would be 1.65 meters. Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's just not try and do any more yeah, math. Yeah. How about um, that? No. <laughs> Because uh, I'm so confused right now. Are you driving over here? Uh, yes. Okay. I just started driving. Uh, that's another thing. Because yeah. um, here we drive on the right. Yes. Back home we drive on the left. So it's like England where you drive on the other side. Yes. Of the road. Well, we got colonized by the British. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they brought their stupid driving rules with them. Oh, I did not say that. <laughs> not on record. <laughs> It is weird. I when I went over to Scotland with my dad, and I had to drive over there. Mm-hmm. Driving on the other side of the road, it's different. All your natural instincts mm-hmm. are wrong. Yes, it uh, it was a little tough when I started driving here. Yeah, but um, I always say this: if you can drive in India, you can drive anywhere else. Because it's just a madhouse, or what? yes, it's chaotic. Okay, <laughs> but and if you can manage mm-hmm. without an accident there. Trust me, you can drive anywhere. Then you're good. Yeah, you're good. But go switching from kilometers to miles per hour and... I still don't know it well. Yeah. I I still think in kilometers, and then I have to do the math, so and then I have oh. to switch it up. So we are doing more math then. Yes, and okay. then even something as simple as dollar to rupee. Right. I do the math, and I'm like, um, at least not anymore. Sure. Not with the not with the currency, but initially I had to do like um, I don't know how much I'm spending. Oh, that makes sense, right? Yes, because you um, come over with however many rupees in. That. Yes, no, no. I actually changed it to dollars, yes. but I didn't know how much it was worth. Right. Like I didn't know it was if two hundred bucks was a lot. Right. Well, two hundred bucks is a lot. Yeah. It, so uh, it was kind of a little bit of figuring out here and there. What does that equate to in rupees? Uh, two hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, eighty thousand. No. Uh, yeah. Eight thousand is hundred bucks. Sixteen thousand rupees. Sixteen thousand rupees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would throw you off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going from sixteen thousand to two hundred. You're like, oh, this is cheap. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is no problem. <laughs> right. Yep. But see, that's the oh, that's another thing. Or a dollar is eighty rupees. Right. And. It was it was about seventy bucks when I came in. Okay. It keeps going. Yeah. So I stopped doing the math instead. Right. Just like here, take it. Yeah. <laughs> this like, is fine. Like I just got used to the Fahrenheit as well. Oh right, of course, the Fahrenheit and the Celsius. Yes. So um, someone would say it's fifty degrees, and I'm like, um, it's cold for fifty degrees. Right. Because <laughs> it's scorching hot if it's fifty degrees Celsius. Yeah, your face is melting at yes. fifty degrees. <laughs> Yes. But 50 degrees here is not even, probably shots weather. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Come, come when we've been through this. Yeah. Right, in mm. March, if it's 50 degrees, yeah. it's flip-flops and shorts. Oh, next week's getting better, by the way. Yeah, and it might be flip-flops and shorts. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be 30 degrees warmer Fahrenheit. Because 30 degrees warmer Celsius also would melt your face. <laughs> Yes, but it's still not shots. <laughs> I understand. Uh, what do you miss most about home? Oh, food and my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, food a lot because um, there are some good places here, but they're pretty far off. Yeah. And being an international student, you don't have transportation. Mm-hmm. I don't have a car. So right. it's it's hard to get to places Especially when it's this cold. Mm-hmm. All you want to do is be in bed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take me wrong. No. <laughs> I understand. Yes. Uh, so, 
yes, there are few places, but it's it's not again. There are a few places, but they're not the best. Yeah, okay. not like home. Yes, not like home. Of course, not like home. Right. When I whenever I go home, I just make sure I eat everything. <laughs> Is there a dish that you miss? A specific one? It's my mom's specialty, actually. Okay. It's um, it's made of um, uh, I don't know, aubergine, and um, shrimp. Mm-hmm. Dried shrimp. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, I miss that. And it's not, it's not very common. Yeah. It's not that, it's not like biryani or butter chicken that you get everywhere. Right. So I make sure I eat so much of it when I go home. <laughs> does she stock up like, <laughs> all right, she's coming home. I gotta get all of this stuff. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and Chennai is on the bay, right? Mm-hmm. The Bay of Bengal? Yep. Bengal? Be- yeah, Bengal. Bengal is a animal. Bengal is a bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a I would a lot of seafood there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of good seafood. Right. Um which is which is probably why I love fr- fish and shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um yes, chicken's also something I like, it's but okay, yeah. it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> right. Chicken <laughs> is like chicken is just yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but a shrimp and fish and all the Indian delicacies that my parents and grandparents make. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Can you cook it all? Do have you brought that talent over? No, no. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yes, you're learning. I'm learning. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, I am learning. I'm starting with vegetarian dishes. Mm-hmm. I'll get there. Get there? You believe? <laughs> yes. So, do you call your mom and say, "Can you tell me how to do this?" I always do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like whenever I want to eat Indian food, like good Indian food, right? And I'm trying to make it. Because, see, because of tennis, we don't really get time. Right. And when school starts, like you said, it's a madhouse. It's busy. It's so busy. So yeah. it's, and if we're not traveling, we probably have a day off on the weekends. That's when I'm like calling her middle of the night. See, the time difference is crazy too. Right. It's about 11 and a half hours. Oh, that is. It's literally opposite. Yeah. So I literally wake, wake them up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, I need help. <laughs> Can you help me do this? <laughs> Usually those 3 a.m. phone calls from your daughter isn't a good thing, but now they are. Yeah. <laughs> right. So let's see. We're recording this. It's about 1030 here. So it would be almost 10. 10, 10 there. Yes, 10 p.m. there. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Wait, did you say 11 and a half? Yep. Where did the half hour go? How does that work? I don't know. Because probably we're not exactly halfway around the world. Almost. Uh, yeah, but it should just be an hour different. It's not an hour and a half. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Yes. I, d- I didn't know, even notice that at first. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, you missed the food. Is there what's what are some of the other big differences between India and the United States? And, and granted, Minnesota doesn't represent the whole United States. There's mm-hmm. different pockets everywhere, like there is all across the globe mm-hmm. but there's the individualism mm-hmm. the food mm-hmm. is anything else i think i think college is a completely different experience in the united states mm-hmm. coming back to the individualism um yes people go to dorms there which we call hostels mm-hmm. but um and you're s- you're not out of your po- a parents reach till you're at least 21 22 till sure. you get a job 
Okay. You're you're 18 and you're out of the house. Yeah. Get yeah, out like, of here. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's a different thing, and uh, of course, it's it's so it sometimes is like takes a lot out of you because you're like, um, I was just with my parents, right. being a spoiled kid, spending a lot of money, and then <laughs> suddenly I have to um, manage a financial budget for the month and stuff like that get a job right uh just part-time on campus but yeah. you know all of that is a little like a lot different sure mm-hmm. and and tough to do mm-hmm. i mean that's a lot to take on even if you're staying at home much less in a different country yeah yeah but i think my teammates my teammates and lois and kobe yeah they were they helped me so much with it like um for a lot of things, at <laughs> I would just call Lois and be like, hey, <laughs> hey, how do you switch on the laundry machine? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, my God, Sansa, I can't <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, people who've graduated and people who've, um, or people who've chosen not to do this anymore, yeah. Monty and Nicole, um, all of these people meant so much. Um I absolutely miss them, but they were, when I didn't know how to do things for myself, they stepped in and helped me. Right. Without judging me. Yeah. Yeah. There's the community Mm -hmm. right there. Of course. And it is a very international team. Yes. Like, there's only (laughs) two players, I think, from the United States that both happen to be from Minnesota. Yep. So, you all are kind of going through the same thing. Yes. Which is very nice, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I think the most important thing thing you learn in this team is how to respect each other, mm. how to respect each other's cultures. I, I love every one of them, but I respect them even more. Right. Um, for what they're going through or what they've been through. Um, and it's not, well, it's not easy being away from parents. Right. Especially when, see, I have to take a 30-hour flight, like, you have a travel time to go home. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> long. That's all. That's more than a. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. <laughs> and then, I mean, there are people who take ten-hour flights back home as well. All of that, you know, just to see your parents, right? Just to be with friends back home. Yeah. So I respect all of them so much, and uh, something as simple as it's a, it's a home game, and you don't have your parents there. Right. You don't have family there. Um, which I think um, Liv's parents um, and Emmy's parents have done great, uh, a great, great job at it. Is they've made sure they're there for every home game, and not just supported Liv or Emmy, but been there for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, just taking us out for dinner once in a while, Thanksgiving dinners, which is just just so adorable it's very nice of them yeah mm-hmm. live and emmy of course the two native minnesotans yes <laughs> yeah because that is different you guys w- all being from all across the globe mm-hmm. the family's not just going to pop up at exactly. the at the me mm-hmm. uh, with the tennis how does the tennis compare here to back home first things uh tennis is a lot on clay back home okay so much different surface yes um very different um but i am a very like my game style st- suits better for hard courts. Oh, good. Welcome uh, then. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Um, and indoors, mm-hmm. um, which is another reason why I picked Minnesota. Yeah. But um, yes, uh, tennis 
Well, we don't have UTR system. Okay. Back in India. And what does UTR stand for, for those who don't know? Universal Tennis Rating. Okay. Um, in India, we just have ITA, All India Tennis Association matches. Um, so only if you're like good and you prove yourself in ITFs mm-hmm. is when you'll have um, uh, a UTR rating. Okay. So it's pretty, like, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes, but it's it's what you do. Right. Like, it, like... If you're really good at it, you shouldn't have a problem proving yourself. Sure. Right. So that's another huge difference. Um, and I think some even with high school and college sports here, it sometimes becomes a very team sport. But mm. back home, it's a very, very individualistic sport. Right. You're all alone on the court. The maximum you have is probably your mom or dad mm-hmm. outside the court. Yeah. And not more than two people are watching a match. Sure. Yeah. So it's not like everybody's cheering and yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a uh, that's interesting how that in India where it is a much more of a community, mm-hmm. but there it's very individualistic. Yes. Versus here, mm-hmm. it is a little bit more community based. Mm-hmm. What are you majoring in here? I'm double majoring in data analytics and psychology. Oh, with a light a load. <laughs> 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 and with a minor in statistics, but okay. <laughs> so what do you want to do with that? Um, besides anything you want, because that's a pretty <laughs> good, pretty good combination. In in fact, that's one of the many reasons why I chose them, because I wanted to keep my options open. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to come back and contribute to my sport. Sure. Um, when I say that, in both the fields, um, ideally I want to do um, data analyst stuff mm-hmm. for uh, sports. Not necessarily just tennis, but any sport. Right. Um, or step into uh, sports psychology. Sure. So I'm still deciding upon um, what. But yeah. yeah. In an individualistic sport like mm-hmm. tennis, mm-hmm. I mean, sports psychology is a big deal in team sports, but I would imagine even more so mm-hmm. when it is just you out there right. in front of everybody mm-hmm. and that's it. Yep. Is that what drew you into it? Or how did, what drew you to those? Actually, people? I am the opposite. I love people. Yeah. I'm a huge people person. Um, I love it when there's a crowd. Um, I always love taking the first court or the center court of any match. Yeah. I literally ask the umpire and I'm like, or the tournament re- uh, director, like, hey, can I have Because <laughs> I just love crowd and I just, I'm, I'm just that person. Yeah. Um, but coming back to the individualistic aspect of it, I don't mind because yeah. I have been an only child. Right. End of the day. Um, so I, I, d- I don't mind it, but I would love to have people around. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay, let's talk about more about the campus. Do you have a favorite spot on campus? Mm. My bed. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's zero degrees outside. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. No. Uh, <laughs> but I really like, um, there's a room on the fourth floor of our library. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a glass room. And when you look out of the room, you can see the whole campus. Yeah. Especially ASE. And when it gets a little warmer, everybody's outside. It's it's just so nice to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good people viewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, I don't mean to be a stalker. Just so no, no, know. no. You're <laughs> just sitting there and looking. It's not like you're standing <laughs> at the window, just like 
thinking bad thoughts. <laughs> yep. You're just observing. Yep. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite professor? I actually do. Um, his name is Dr. Alex Barrios. Mm-hmm. He was my cal- calculus um, professor. Okay. Um, he taught me math one one three yeah. last semester, and I've been grading for him ever since. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm his teaching assistant now. Cool. Yes, and I absolutely love him because he has this very cool way to see math. I have always loved math. Yeah. Um, my dad loved math, so I loved math. <laughs> um, and I love playing with numbers. And yeah. he's like this perfect guy who sees it that way. Right. Not just like textbook definition of math. Like, right. okay, you need to do this. He's not like that. You do it a hundred different ways. Get the answer and show me you can do it. Yeah. And that's why I like him so much. Yeah, I like that. And numbers really, well, the thing I like about math is if you know the formula, Mm -hmm. you can solve any problem, right? Right. So it's one formula to memorize versus Mm -hmm. science where you have to blah, 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 memorize Mm -hmm. all the facts. In fact, you don't even have to memorize a formula. Yeah, just have a vague idea, right? Yes, you just need to know what, not the step that you're doing, but the step after. Mm -hmm. And if you have that kind of an idea or like an insight you can do anything yeah and you can find the life in the numbers yes yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah you're gonna be a great statistician (laughs) you're gonna love it uh do you have a favorite movie or favorite band i actually love tollywood movies yeah um telugu movies which is my mother tongue um the a recent movie that i've really really loved um was called hi nana Okay. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. Okay. Um, but I think one of the legendary movies is Bahubali. Okay. So I really like it. Those are good. Yep. How many languages do you speak? I speak three Indian languages okay. and English. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what are the Indian languages? Uh, Telugu, which is my mother tongue. Uh-huh. Tamil, which um, I was born and brought up in Chennai. So that state speaks Tamil. Okay. And the national language, which is Hindi. Okay. Mm-hmm. How different are those three? Or are they pretty close with just different like inflections or little bits that are different? So Telugu and Tamil are not 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 a v- not very similar. Mm-hmm. But there are a few words that kind of you know are right. different. Hindi is completely different. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Completely. And so do you just, if you grew up in India, you just kind of have to know three different languages? No. Uh, you would know your mother tongue. Uh-huh. And you would know Hindi. Right. Ideally. So at least two. At least two. Yeah. And then because I was born and brought up in, a co- like, another state, mm-hmm. I know that language as well. Okay. Yeah. And then when did you start studying studying English? Oh, ever since I... I went to a convent, actually. Okay. Yeah, I went to a presentation convent. Okay, so you just, uh, was it different? Because, you know, there's times where in practice, this is what it sounds like and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I remember speaking to an Australian once, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I know we're speaking the same language, but I don't understand (laughs) you at all. Mm -hmm. So how different was it from what you learned to how it's spoken over here? Oh, the accent was, it took me like a week, and then I... At least for the f- at least for the first six months, mm-hmm. six to eight months, at least to my teammates, I'd be like, "Guys, slower." <laughs> <laughs> I 
I need to take this in, process it, and then give you guys an answer. Right. Uh, but yes, it it was a little different. Um, but not too different. Yeah. I still understood what professor said, sure. um, all of that. Um, but you know, when when you talk and all the all the references yeah. and all the words are a little different, that's when I'm like, oh, okay, guys. Right. What does it mean? What does this mean? Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And you have how many uh, international students are on your team? Ten. We have seven now. Seven. Yes. So it's seven different. English or accents speaking yes. English in mm-hmm. that way too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's a Actually, lot. eight because we have two Americans. So yes. So that. Yeah. yeah. See, there is the statistician <laughs> right there <laughs> in full display. I love it. Uh, favorite album or band? Hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> you look um, like you feel a little guilty about this. No, I don't. Because, see, the thing is. I I only I'm a very Indian person. Yes. Uh, the Indianness just comes out sometimes. So, so I just listen to a lot of Telugu songs. Okay. And we don't exactly have bands or albums. We have movies that have songs. Okay. So like soundtracks. For yes, yes. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. So that way I think something that has really been on loop about it yeah. was one of the song in Hainana. Okay. The movie that I just told you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's your jam. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, favorite books or author? Mm. I think one of the, m- again, the Indianess in me. Yeah. Uh, there was this uh, book called Sita, mm-hmm. which spoke about Ramayana that I absolutely loved. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to read Mahabharata. I've started and stopped so many times now. Why? I just don't know. I don't get the time. Because yeah. I start when I'm at home most yes. of the times. And then I don't get through it. And I come here and it's just not a priority anymore. Right. Yeah. Got tennis and studying and yes. working. Yep. Working. Yep. And then um, last... Yes, that's yeah. that's it too. And then last semester, I was the treasurer of Daisy Club okay. on campus. Yeah. So that was uh, quite a li- uh, quite a bit too. So yeah. That was a lot. Staying involved. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So as you wrap up your career, you have one more year after this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you want when it's all said and done? What do you want your legacy to be? Just want people to think of me as one girl that always had a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who can um, lift other people up and always cared about um, people around her and her team. Um, But most importantly, the girl who fought on and off the court. Love it. Mm -hmm. That's great. Tentu, great to meet you. Thank you so much for your time and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, Corporal. Lovely talking to you.